0: Okay, guys, so kind of going off of what I said in uh, the wrestling discussions video I did, I believe, yesterday, and basically the third chapter of that, where I talked about, you know, Charlotte coming back, getting another title shot and everything, you know, I want to basically continue off of that with this video because the people you see here, which includes, of course, Charlotte and, of course, Mercedes and, you know, CM Punk and Hulk Hogan, these are people that honestly... Throughout history, recently, and in the past thirty years, have basically been a very strong, strong example. Excuse me, there, very strong example visually of a company rolling the red carpet out for them because of who they are. That is essentially who they, what they are. They are basically people that have had the carpet, red carpet, I should say, rolled out for them, no matter what the circumstance. You could say that each of these people should have, at one point, at least competed in a match or so before getting said title shots or opportunities. And you have a right to believe that. And the person at the bottom, CM Punk, is probably the only example of that, uh, mind you. But the truth is, even if he didn't have, but the truth is, even if Punk only competed, let's say, for the world title you know, right off the bat, instead of going up against the likes of, you know, Darby Allen and a few others, you know, Tony Khan, no doubt, would have, you know, rolled out the red carpet for him straight to that world title if Punk didn't have a say. Like I mentioned yesterday, Punk, and other people have mentioned this too, Punk never wanted to be the world champion, but Tony Khan was persistent on it. So, you know, CM Punk said, okay, if you feel it's going to help the company, I'll be your champion even though he never wanted it uh, in the first place. But why did he end up agreeing to it? Because Tony Khan, like I said, and others have said, rolled out the red carpet for him. Mercedes, that you, you, you see here as well, you know, she didn't even compete in a match prior to winning uh, the championship from Kyrie. No, she didn't. She did not compete once before competing against Kyrie. She made her debut, attacked Kyrie, you know, kind of, Attacked her in a botched moment there, you know, at Wrestle Kingdom, and then what happened? At the following event, there in Japan, she won, in her first match there, the IWGP Women's Championship. And although people were happy about her, here's a bit of criticism that some people have pointed out to, and some haven't, or just want to ignore. She never competed before this to prove herself to the Japan audience. That, hey, I am worthy of facing Kairi. You know, she did not do that. Her first match in IWGP New Japan was for the championship, which she won. And then, if you look right next to the picture, right next to the picture that, um. let me remind you. Okay. What i was saying is, if you look at the picture right next to you know, the one where she has her hand raised after winning the IWGP championship, you know, and you notice the picture there, or the double picture there, and then the picture after that, or next to that, that NWGP, NJPW, New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong Women's Championship, that's what I'm trying to say, that uh, NJPW uh, NJPW Strong Women's Championship was meant for Mercedes. It was meant for Mercedes it was, you know, basically meant to be hers and hers alone. But because she got injured in the match against Willow, they had to call an audible and put it on Willow. Now, does that mean Mercedes will get it back once she comes back from injury from Willow? More than likely, yes. There's no doubt about that. But that end up at, but but that NJPW strong women's title was originally meant for her. No one else. That tournament was meant for her to win at Resurgence. Nobody else. But because she got injured, they had to call an audible. And guess what? It wouldn't have mattered if it was Willow she was facing in the finals or or Willow's opponent that she beat. You know, if Mercedes would have got 80s, would have been... champion. End of story. Getting some Coca-Cola there. But like I said, Willow, you know, was basically in a situation to where she knew she knew she wasn't supposed to win. But because of the injury to Mercedes, she ended up getting that win. But that's but that new Japan and strong that new Japan strong women's title was meant for Mercedes. And that there, as I've mentioned before, is another example of a promotion rolling out the red carpet to somebody without them truly proving themselves to be, you know, uh, capable of being a champion. Now, you might say, well, she was already IWGP champion. That's true. You might say, well, she lost this title to, uh, to whoever it was she lost to. That's true. You might say, well, she was competing in the tournament. That's true too. But the point is, the point is, according to various reports, if you believe them or not, you know, mercedes Monet had the red carpet rolled out for her by New Japan Strong, by New Japan Pro Wrestling, by Bashida Road Entertainment, you know, to the point that they created a women's championship specifically for her. So for anybody that will come out and argue that Charlotte, you know, should work ...for her opportunities or should be out of the title picture period and everything, you know, you have to understand that Mercedes is an example of the fact that if Charlotte and her switched places, it would be the same story. If Mercedes was the one that was still in WWE and Charlotte or Ashley, which is her real name, uh, was in Mercedes' place, you know, going to New Japan, it would be the same story. Charlotte would have, would have had the red carpet rolled out for her. And basically, she wouldn't have had to compete in a match, period, before her first match with New Japan would have been against Kyrie for the title. Just like Mercedes. Again, look at it from a different perspective, like the roles reversed. And you kind of get the idea that, you know, if you're as good as you say you are, and have proven to be, and you are wrestling royalty, male or female and you have you know, a connection to the entertainment world, or you're one of those generational talents that have a connection in the wrestling business, because your family was a part of the wrestling business, then there's no doubt you are going to have the red carpet rolled out for you, no matter what the circumstance. You know, going, again, going back to CM Punk, if it wasn't for CM Punk telling Tony Khan, hey, let me compete in a few matches, let me get my ring rust off me before you put me into any kind of championship program, you know, even though he didn't want to be champion, you know, if it wasn't for CM Punk probably speaking up, Tony Khan, in my honest opinion, and all of you know, listening to this know it uh, to be true, Tony Khan probably would have rolled out that red copper for him and then would have said, CM Punk, your first match back, your first match back, in the wrestling ring in over seven years, years and everything here at AEW, it is going to be for the AEW world title because you're the best of the world. He would have done that if Punk wouldn't have said anything. And that's a fact. You know it as well as I do. He would have done that. He would have rolled that red carpet out for him faster than he did. And still, it didn't matter whether or not Punk competed in a few matches to get his ring rust off... Guess what happened? He still ended up competing for the title. A lot sooner than a lot of other people would. And then, one of the biggest examples in the past 30 years, Hulk Hogan. You look at the two pictures above the Mercedes the Mercedes Willow Nightingale picture, and that's second that, that, the uh, second to um, last one above, or the second one above, I should say, or the one that's right below the Hulk Hogan one with me, Gene, The one where Hogan's holding up the WWE Championship or WWF Championship? That's from WrestleMania 9. And Hogan pretty much made it clear that he wanted, basically politicking, if you will, he wanted to be champion. You know, he wanted to be champion, even though a lot of, probably most of the roster, probably, you know, probably felt and believed that wasn't necessary, we didn't need that. What did Hogan do? He politicked his way in. Now, Should Vince now could have Vince McMahon said no Hogan? I'm not going to make you champion. I'm going to run with Yokozuna, and we're going to have Bret Hart win it back at Summerslam or something. I'm going to have a new younger face win it. Yeah, he could have said that. But here's the thing, Hogan. You know, but here's the thing. Vince didn't want to lose Hogan. You know, uh, any sooner than he was going to, and he wanted a big name for any of the future European tours. So what did he do? He decided, you know what, I'm gonna put the belt on Hogan. He rolled the red carpet back out for Hogan, even though the idea originally for, was for Hogan to be back in a, ta- be back in WWF as a tag ta- team along with, you know, Bruce Beefcake and Jimmy Hart as the manager. You know, Hogan basically politicked his way and had, you know, Vince McMahon, even though Vince could have said no, roll the red carpet back out for him and his second match. In what happened? He became champion. He became champion. All because Vince McMahon had this belief that hey. You know I know it's probably not a good idea. But if I can get Hogan to put over Brett. Later on at SummerSlam. It'll be all worth it. And unfortunately that never happened. But the point is. Hogan coming back in 1993. After almost a year off. You know trying to retire. And try to you know enjoy life. And everything. He came back under the condition that he would be champion, and Vince McMahon said, okay, no problem, I'm going to roll the red carpet back out for you, and that's what he did. Did he have to do it? No. But he did it anyway, because of the fact that it's Hulk Hogan, and the reputation Hogan has, and not wanting to risk the fact that, hey, Hogan might you know, leave again after WrestleMania nine and probably go uh, elsewhere, which he did a year later, or just go into retirement and do other things. He didn't want to risk that in my opinion. So he agreed, maybe he agreed to the ter- so he agreed to Hogan's terms. Put the belt on Hogan, probably hoping that Hogan in agreement, verbal agreement, would put Brett over at SummerSlam, which never happened. End of story. But again, that even though that was more politicking on Hogan's part, as a lot of people allude to, that was still an example of Vince rolling that red carpet back out for him and giving him what he wants, despite the fact that he should have known at that time it would not be a good idea. But then we look at the image of Hogan and Min Jean at the top right there. That's a big example. That's probably the best example in the near 30 years, if you will, of a company right off the bat rolling the red carpet out for somebody and them in the first match you know, becoming champion without proving themselves in any other matches prior. First match in, Bash of the Beach 1994 in Orlando, what happened? He beats Ric Flair, becomes champion. And here's the thing. should You know, here's the thing. When you look back on it, should he have competed in some matches, maybe at live events, or on a Saturday night, if you will? No, Yeah, he should have done that. You know, that way he could prove, hey, he still got it, and he's, you know, worthy of basically competing in the main event of Bash of the Beach for the title. But that didn't happen. Instead, he was handed... The keys to the kingdom had the red carpet rolled out for him by WCW, Ted Turner and Eric Bischoff and the rest is history. And the and again, the way this all relates to Charlotte, you know, waltzing back in this past Friday and getting a shot automatically that's going to happen two weeks from this Friday. That's just an example of who she is, what she's meant to the business, you know, how good she is her connections to the business, a la her father, Ric Flair, you know, this is just an example of, even though Triple H and Vince McMahon know, but mostly Triple H know, we shouldn't do this, this is just an example of, we're rolling the red carpet out for her, because she's Charlotte Flair. She's Charlotte Flair. She's Ric Flair's daughter. She is one of the best wrestlers in the world. And they know that if she wanted to, she could find a way to legally get out of her contract and go join her husband, Andrade, in AEW and AAA. They know that, and they know if that was to happen, Tony Khan and the people that run AAA would roll out the red carpet specifically for her because of who she is, and automatically, just like Hogan 30 years ago, almost 30 years ago, her first match in, just like Mercedes recently, this at the beginning of this year, you know, uh, in, in New Japan Pro Wrestling first match in she would become champion and they know it and you guys listening here you know it you know that's a fact that if she would go to AEW red carpet rolled out for her automatically instant first match, instantly first match in she's either winning the world title, the women's world title or she's winning the TBS title and the story. You know that's a fact you know that's a fact. Same with triple A if she was to go to AAA, you know, those people there would roll the red carpet out for her. First match in, she would win the Reina de Reyes Championship. You know it. She goes to Impact. First match in, she would become the Impact Knockouts Champion. You know, she goes to um, MLW. First match in, she becomes the MLW Women's Featherweight Champion. You get what I'm saying? It doesn't matter how you feel about Charlotte getting An automatic shot upon her return every time she takes a hiatus for a couple of months, a couple of weeks, whatever. It's because of who she is, how good she is in the ring, you know, who her father is, you know, and the mainstream attention she brings that, you know, she can basically, and what she's accomplished, you know, because let's be, let's, let's not forget, let's not lose hindsight, ladies and gentlemen. Let us not lose hindsight at the fact that she originally never wanted to be in this business. This position she is in was meant for her late brother, Reed Flair. Reed Flair was supposed to be the one that was supposed to be in her position, not her. But because of him tragically passing away, she's doing this in dedication and and to honor her brother. She's basically living out his dream... And she's taking the opportunities given to her to make that dream a reality. Even if it means waltzing back in and cashing in, as some people call it, her Charlotte in the Bank to get an automatic title shot right off the bat. It's because of who she is, you know, what she's accomplished, you know, who her family, who her father is and everything. And mostly, mostly, you know, mostly the, mostly basically because of why she's doing this in all honesty, is why she would always have the red carpet rolled out for her. You guys know it, and I know it. Again, it's like I mentioned earlier. You look at Mercedes Monet. New Japan Pro Wrestling, they freaking laid out the red carpet for her right away. She didn't even have to compete in a match prior to beating Kyrie Sane. She didn't. She automatically, first match in, beats Kyrie. That's what happens. Battle in the Valley. That's, that's where it happens. She wins it right then and there. You know, she didn't have to compete, you know, in a match. Period. You know, before that, she just automatically, first match in, became champion. Didn't have to compete, you know, whatsoever to prove herself. And, and again, you look at the New Japan Women's Strong Championship. That was originally meant, according to various reports, originally meant for Mercedes Monet, aka Sasha Banks. But because she got injured, they had to they had to call an audible and divert it over to Willow for the time being. Which means if Mercedes sticks with New Japan and her first match back, she's gonna face Willow and become champion. You know that as well as I do. And I think Willow knows it too. Willow and all the other women in New Japan, New Japan Strong, New Japan Period, uh, New uh, Well, basically, yeah. New Japan Strong, New Japan Japan, you name it, AEW, Impact, and all that. They all know, for a fact, just like Willow, who's currently holding that title. They know that the minute Mercedes gets back from injury, if she stays with New Japan, she's automatically getting a, a match for that title, first match back in, and she's going to win it. They know it, and it. And guess what? They may not admit it. They may not come out in a minute, but they are—they are pissed about that. They know when Mercedes comes back, she's getting that title, and it pisses them off. It pisses them off just like when Charlotte waltz in, you know, like she did on fr- Friday. You know, cashes in as Solomon puts it, her Charlotte in the bank, and gets a shot in two weeks from fr- this Friday against Oscar the day before Money in the Bank, you know, for the women's champ for the women's championship, you know. You can't tell me that the women, you know, like Bianca, you know, on that SmackDown roster, if not the overall women's roster, are pissed about Charlotte having this pulled and everything. You know, because they are. You think the fans are pissed? They're pissed just as much. You know, they are. But they can't do anything about it because she's Charlotte Flair. The same thing with Mercedes. None of the women that are part of the New Japan Strong Women's Division or New Japan and Pro Wrestling Slash Stardom Women's Division can't do anything about it. It's because... They can't do anything about it because it's Mercedes Monet, it's Sasha Banks, it's Snoop Dogg's cousin. They can't do anything about that, and they realize it, and it pisses them off. Even though they won't come out and say that. Doing some more Coca Cola, but like I said, you know they they they're basically just as upset as you know the fans are and the women's roster are with Charlotte. You know they're just as upset with. Mercedes in a similar manner. And the same would be said if Mercedes went to Impact or AEW. If she went to either one of those, guess what? Like I said earlier, she would have the red carpet rolled out for her and automatically, probably first match in, she would become champion. You know, and that's the truth. Now you could say, like Alex Hicks did, oh, they might put her on qualifying matches, and they might. They might, but again, knowing how Tony Khan is, And how, in my opinion, he would have automatically, if CM Punk didn't speak up and say something, just roll the red carpet out for him straight to the world title? There's no doubt that Tony Khan is thinking about doing the same thing for Mercedes. He is thinking of, yeah, I could put her in qualifying matches if I could get my hands on her, but you know what? If I don't, but you know what? If I don't want to upset her, I'm just going to roll her the red carpet out to the world title. He would do that. He would do that, in my opinion. And the same thing with Charlotte, you know, Alex. When he did his video on Charlotte and the whole this whole situation, he said it would be the, you know what's going on in WWE right now would be the same way in AEW. Would she have to do qualifying matches? Maybe, but if he doesn't want to upset Charlotte and maybe risk the fact that hey, I want out of my contract because you're not treating me the way you promised, and and she said I want to go back to WWE. Tony Khan. Just like Mercedes, just like he would have done with CM Punk, if CM Punk didn't say anything, he would have rolled. He would roll the red carpet out for her straight to the world title. You know it. All of you listening know that, and I know that. the The truth of the matter is this, folks. In closing. In closing, the truth of the matter is this: we are in, and we are in a time frame of pro wrestling, that male or female. If you're a big enough name and you have a big enough reputation and you and you have connections in the wrestling business and beyond it, then you, no matter where you go, are gonna have the red carpet rolled out for you almost automatically to the world championship of that of your respective division, whether it's the women or the men. And almost automatically your first match in, you're gonna become champion. We we just have to live with that folks. We are in that time frame. I know a lot of fans want pro wrestling to be, you know, viewed as a legitimate sport, where like where networks like ESPN and Fox Sports, you know, dedicate a segment to it and say, and t- now tonight we'll talk about what happened on Monday Night Raw and all these great athletic matches that blew the roof off. I know fans want that. They, I know they want that. They want the sport to be legitimized. But the thing is, you are forgetting that it is a choreographed sport. It is entertainment. It is predetermined, and because of that, it's not always going to be, you know, viewed as a legitimate sport. No matter how legitimate companies try to make it or try to get back to that, part, you know, part of pro wrestling, it's still, it's always going to be viewed as predetermined and choreographed and everything, you know, pretty much. I mean, a lot of, I mean, I mean, heck. Cartoons and live action skits, skit shows make fun of it. They make fun of it and you know it. They've been doing that. They've been making fun of it over the past 30 plus 40 years. The fact of the matter is we are in a time frame, like I said, whether you want to agree with it or not, that if you have a big enough name in this business, male or female, And you have a reputation of being one of the best. And you have a reputation of having connections in the wrestling business and outside of the wrestling business. And mostly if you are a generational talent because you had somebody in your family compete decades prior. Majority of the time, you are going to have the red carpet rolled out for you. And that's a fact. And the reason you'll always have it rolled out for you is because the promotion that rolls it out for you, doesn't want to upset the golden goose that they have. And that's the truth. That's the truth. So we just got to live with it, folks. Even if she puts Oscar over and it leads to a program with her and Bianca, well, Bianca's supposed to be the heel, but by default she'll be the baby face because people despise Charlotte that much. You know, even if she puts her over, we just got to face the facts. Until she decides to hang him up, she's always going to be in the title picture. She is. Same with Becky Lynch. You know, because did Becky Lynch have to qualify for Money in the Bank? Did she have to be in Money in the Bank? No. But it's because of who she is and the reputation she has and who she's married to, currently, Seth Rollins, the world champion, that she's automatically in the title picture still, And that's a fact. Same with Bailey. Did Bailey have to be in Money in the Bank? No. But she's in it because of who she is, of her reputation, of what she's done, of being one of the best. The point is, guys... We just have to live with it. We just have to accept it. Until the day that all four horsewomen, or three of the four horsewomen, or if not Charlotte herself, decide to hang it up, we just got to live with the fact that even if she puts someone like Oscar over upon her upon her first match back, or second match back, or whatever it will be, we just got to accept the fact she's always going to be in the title picture. Because again, she is not alone in this. She's not like I mentioned. Mercedes Monet, first match in IWGP, becomes women's champion. You know, the New Japan Strong Women's title was made specifically for her and no one else. That's an example of the of a company rolling out the red carpet for the golden goose that they now have. Same with Tony Khan. Like I said, if it wasn't for CM Punk, in my opinion, speaking out and telling Tony Khan, no, I don't want to be automatically given the world title and be champion, Tony Khan would have automatically rolled that red carpet straight to it. You know, same with Hulk Hogan 30 years ago. Hulk Hogan, upon his return, probably said he'd only return if, you know, uh, Vince McMahon made him champion again and Vince rolled re-rolled the red carpet out for him and right to the title. And WCW, a year later, pretty much did the same thing. They rolled the red carpet out for him straight to the title. And that's a fact. That is a fact that We all have to acknowledge, even today. We do. just drinking some Coke there. Uh, Because, I'll give you an example. Asuka. She's finally being able to be the murder clown, if you will. Or at least a WWE version of the murder clown, or whatever she was, uh, in in Japan. It's if, let's say for example Asuka decides, when her contract's up, I'm going to go be part of stardom now. I'm going to go back to Japan, be part of New Japan's women's division. You can't tell me they wouldn't roll out the red carpet for her because they would. They would. And you know it. You know it. You know, another good example, Soraya in AEW. If it wasn't for the injury she sustained when she was in WWE as Paige, do you not think, you know, Tony Khan wouldn't have automatically rolled out the red carpet for her to the women's title? if it wasn't for her history past history of injuries and everything that she sustained when she was in WWE's page you know if she was fully clean bill, bill of health all th- all throughout her WWE career do you not think tony khan upon getting her would have rolled out the red carpet he would have but because but because of her past you know history with injuries and everything especially her neck he doesn't want to risk it just yet he doesn't so at the end of the day we just got to accept the fact that when a company gets what they consider a golden goose in their possession the key they get the keys to a king to a kingdom that they can unlock and do what they want and they don't want to lose possession of that kingdom or that golden goose they will do whatever they have to to please that golden goose they will do whatever they have to to enrich that kingdom that they've inherited And if it means allowing that person, you know, the first match in with a company or the first match back from a hiatus to be be, be automatically gifted a title shot or have a championship, you know, created specifically for them, they will do it. They will do it. Even if that person hasn't competed in one match prior to that. And that's the truth. That is the truth. And that is the situation we are in, folks. We are. So, whether you like it or not, that's the truth from my point of view. That's the truth from my point of view, and I know I'm not the only one that knows that or shares that opinion. But let me know what your guys' thoughts are. Super Chats will be open during the live chat. I'll put that in the description. Uh, you can also hit the Super Thanks button after the premiere or to help, you know, to donate financially there, as well as click on the uh, Super Chat, uh, click on the Teespring buttons as well to check out my Teespring store. I have a new t-shirt up there celebrating 15 years here on YouTube, so check that out if it's still there. Um, Teespring is kind of wonky lately. Uh, also, check me out on my Patreon for the three level tiers you could choose there. And also check me out at, pay, at my B.W. Roses Discussions podcast, where you, will get an automatic, where you will get an audio version of this later on down the line. But until then, next time, guys, give me your thoughts in the live chat and in the comments down below, and I will talk to you all later. Take care. God bless. But yeah, I'd love to hear. But your guys' thoughts are on this because, again, like I said, we're in a time frame where we just have to accept this, whether we like it or not.